Today on this episode of Going Deeper, we are going through probably one of the darkest moments in the New Testament, and that is we're talking about the cross of Christ and why did Jesus have to die. But we also offer a lot of hope because our ultimate hope is in the resurrection, which we also talk about today. I'm your host, Kyle McCaskill. I'm Chris Winterman. I'm Marie Burns. So join us as we go deeper. All right, so we have just had Holy Week. We have just had Easter. I would hope that we're still kind of on the high of yay resurrection. <laughs> yay, Jesus yay, is alive. Jesus. So why don't we go ahead and take a step back in our reading and talk about the cross of Christ? I have a question for you. Why did Jesus have to die? There are multiple ways to look at this. There's a lot going on, so we we do have to go back a little bit to get up to this point, because really, Scripture has been leading to this mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. almost since the beginning. Yeah. Well, not almost, definitely, yeah. Well, since, since the beginning. So, you know, in, in the beginning, humankind sinned, which mm-hmm. broke relationship with God. So, so here's, here's a cool point. But even before the cross, Jesus is, he knows what's coming and he's preparing with his disciples and they go to the olive grove, what is commonly called the garden of Gethsemane. Mm-hmm. So let's picture this. It is in the garden that humanity failed to be obedient to God, mm-hmm. where they chose their will over God's. Mm-hmm. And then it's in the garden where humanity through Christ, because fully God and fully man, it's in a garden where humanity rectifies that. Where Jesus prays, Father, if there's mm-hmm. any other way to do this, let it pass, but not my will, yours. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So things are being made right from all the way back in the beginning. So there is this idea of atonement. Atonement is, you know, it's one of those bigger words, one of those big theological words. Right. Basically, making something right. Mm-hmm. Atonement mm-hmm. implies not just paying for something that was wronged, but it also implies a reconciliation of relationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because that's, mm-hmm. that's what the cross really is about. It's about relationship. It's about God's relationship to us, our relationship with God, and even our relationship with one another. Mm-hmm. So the cross really is um, the central image for our faith now. Mm-hmm. And it's and it's amazing to me that God took something that was horrifying. Crucifixion. I mean, there's a reason the Romans used crucifixion the way they did. Yeah, they were really good at torturing people. It, it, it was. It, it was a public, drawn-out, shameful, and painful way to die. Mm-hmm. And it was a deterrent. Yeah. It, it, but did, did you know that only certain types of crimes were even allowed to be punished by crucifixion? And Roman citizens weren't allowed to be crucified except under the most extreme of circumstances. Mm-hmm. 
So th- th- this is a whole big thing, but isn't that isn't that just like God to take the very worst, yeah, and bring about the very best? Mm-hmm. So why Jesus had to die? So you have the Old Testament sacrificial system, right? Sin requires blood to pay the debt mm-hmm. that was incurred, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it, a lot of people, a lot of scholars say that God atoned for Adam and Eve's sin. When he killed the animals to make the mm, to make clothes. the garments for them, yeah, that was that's that's a lot of scholar speculation there. So, are you okay. not tracking with that one? I I can get so far as to say that when you look at it, that could be the very first sacrifice, mm-hmm. right? But it is in in my view and understanding through the story arc of scripture. Mm-hmm. That that would have been woefully inadequate. Uh, yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, no. So it didn't. Yeah. It didn't cover their sin entirely. Yeah. Because the sacrificial system mm-hmm. in the in the scheme of things is yeah. woefully inadequate. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Because it only covered for a certain time, mm-hmm. etc. So so yes, it, it it would not have paid for it altogether. Right. But it was a um, almost like a stopgap. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the the idea is that it's humankind who sinned. Mm-hmm. So in order for that debt to be paid, it doesn't make sense for an animal to pay the debt of humankind. Right. But no human can be a perfect sacrifice. Right. Because any human who who sacrifices who dies for sin is paying the debt of their own sin. Yeah. But they have so much debt that they can't pay it. Mm-hmm. So uh, any other human would be inadequate. Yeah. So only one who was fully God could live up and be the perfect sacrifice, but only one who was fully human could be the one to pay for human humanity's sin. Mm-hmm. So you get the you get these ideas, and and in seminary they call these atonement theories. But when I start to talk about them, they might resonate with some people. There's just one idea that's called penal substitution. What it means is humanity has sinned. So God's got to punish that. Mm-hmm. So Jesus takes the punishment that humankind deserves for mm-hmm. our sin. Yeah. So on the surface, that does sound really good because, yeah, we, we agree. Most of us have a sense of justice and say that, okay, bad things can't just be let go. Mm-hmm. Right. But we can't pay the price for them. So God takes it on our behalf. The problem with penal substitution is if taken too far to an extreme, it can almost pit Jesus or God against us and Jesus stepping in between us and God. Right. Yeah. And that's not the case at all. Right. That right. would that would deny what we understand about the Holy Trinity. Jesus mm-hmm. and God are one. Jesus so is God. So Jesus that, yeah. is God. God yeah. is Jesus. Mm-hmm. And I also don't like the whole idea that... that God is just mad at us, so He's just gonna get us. Right? Because right. that's even even God's God's punishment in the Old Testament mm-hmm. is never just to get back at humanity; right. it's to lead us to a place of life. Yeah. Right? I mean, in Ezekiel, mm-hmm. God says clearly, "I take no pleasure in the death of the wicked." Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. it is God's desire for what we would consider the best or the worst person to repent, to turn to God, and to live. Mm-hmm. So, penal substitution, the, the idea that Jesus takes our punishment, there's some good in that, but there's some danger on the extreme side. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. There's another theory um, that's called Christus Victor, and basically, on the cross, Jesus takes on everything evil, hatred, and darkness have to throw his way, mm-hmm. and he's victorious over it. Yeah. And he defeats it, Yeah, which we'll get to in a minute, but he defeats it really at the resurrection more than the cross. The cross, he takes it. Right. But the issue people have with that one is they say, well... But wait a minute, if Jesus defeats darkness, evil, hatred, sin, etc., then why is it still around? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, if Jesus accomplished all of this, then why do we still see this? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, and to me, the, the, the simple answer is free will. Mm-hmm. We, we, just because I believe in Jesus Christ, just because I follow him, doesn't mean I still don't have the three will, the, the three will, there we go, my, the Trinity will, the free will... <laughs> To veer or deviate from that mm-hmm. relationship. So, Christus Victor is, I, I like it. It's very mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm. But again, it has its downside. Mm-hmm. Th- then there's one that's called moral influence. And it, and it basically says that Jesus showed us, gave us the example of what humanity could be. In the garden, mm-hmm. when we sinned, we lost some of our humanity. Mm-hmm. And people will argue when people, you know descend into animalistic behaviors that's indicative of a severing of our relationship with god yeah well and and one of the notions that i know i've shared before on this podcast is that when we sin we are acting subhuman yes mm-hmm. because jesus showed us what it was to be fully human mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and that that is our model of becoming and Jesus gives us the chance through the power of the holy spirit to reclaim that humanity mm-hmm. so i I really like this one. Okay. The, the idea that we are not who we could and should be. We, we were created to be more than the way we live. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, that's why I really love Switchfoot songs from the early 2000s, Meant to Live. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We were meant to mm-hmm. live for so much right. more. Mm-hmm. And I think, I think people live with this constant awareness that mm-hmm. there's something deeper. Yes. Yeah. There, 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 there's a higher level to which we are called to ascend because mm-hmm. we are made. We are the only part of creation that's made in, in the, the image, image of God. Yes. Now, the danger for moral influence is that Jesus can be brought down a notch from God himself to just another good example. Right. Right. Which then negates... <laughs> If well, negates that negates what he a did. lot of stuff. <laughs> you know, it's 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 one of the foundational understandings. Like, there's certain things about Christianity that it's like, okay, you can believe this or you cannot believe it, and that's okay. Yeah. But Jesus Christ being fully man and fully God, mm-hmm. honestly, that's non-negotiable. Yeah. If that's, you can't get there, then please don't call yourself a Christian. Be- right. Yes, because that is a foundational mm-hmm. doctrine. Yes. Th- th- there are. Things that are foundational, and then there are extra things. Mm -hmm. So, Jesus gives us this example, and and, and on the cross, he fulfills it by submitting himself for the benefit of everyone else. Mm -hmm. Because that's, what what did Jesus say? There's no higher form of love than to lay down your life. Mm -hmm. But she knew what he was going to do. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. So, so here's here's a question I've often pondered. I'm going to flip it to you all now. Did Jesus simply expect the cross or did he look forward towards the cross? That's a really hard question to answer. And man, I'm gonna have to sit with that one for a minute. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. 
here's the thing. <laughs> Send us your response. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'd, lo- I'd love to hear. I'd love to hear your thoughts. Yeah, did, we we want to hear your comments on that one for yeah. sure. Did he? Did he? Did he? Did he just know it was going to come and he was resigned to it, or did he look forward to it in a way? Not a, not in a what's the is it sadomasochist? What's the one where you inflict harm upon yourself? Masochist. Okay, masochist. Jesus uh-huh. wasn't a masochist. Obviously, he was right. looking forward to the pain of it. Yeah, but was he looking forward to it as what it would accomplish? Mm. Hmm. Well, um, or was it resigned? I, just okay. This is going to happen, and I know mm-hmm. it needs to happen. Well, if you go back to the Garden of Gethsemane, not my will, not my will, but yours. And Jesus, if possible, does let not the cup pass. Want yeah. his the humanity in him says, "This is really not what I want." But I know it has to happen. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's where I'm going to mm-hmm. come down on this. Uh, I mean, he's more resigned to it. Yeah. Well, I can't, could it, I don't mean to be a fence straddler, but could it not be both? I mean, mm-hmm. at times, uh, knowing why he came and wanting to bring mm-hmm. us back into right relationship. Yeah. He does look forward in that aspect of what it will accomplish, but mm-hmm. nobody looks forward to that kind of pain. Right. And well, and so so you go to wherever it is. I'm really bad at quoting scripture verses and passages, as you all know. Just claim it's the message version. No. <laughs> all right. But Jesus says, you know, if you're going to follow your follow me, you got to deny yourself and pick up your cross mm-hmm. daily. Mm-hmm. Right. And which was that's it's been posed to us recently uh-huh. how interesting that statement is when he hadn't yet yeah been on the cross because here's the thing us in our I, I like to use this this phrase a lot our modern Western Christianity mm-hmm. we have the the benefit of looking back and right. Jesus has already been crucified he is right. already right. resurrected we're, we're, we're from reading the dead. a story yeah. from the victorious ending back through yeah but they wouldn't have heard it in yeah. that light they're like what are, what are you talking about and, so and Jesus let, knew the cross was coming oh for sure yeah oh absolutely he knew it was coming and and let me I've heard this said a lot well you know having to do this is just my cross to bear mm. and it uh, yeah. honestly that's a that's I I, I don't want to be harsh, but that's a misuse of Jesus's words there. Um, because that's not what that means. Yeah. That, that, that's t- Picking up the cross is about like what Jesus said, what mm-hmm. you mentioned, Kyle, denying yourself mm-hmm. for the benefit of the kingdom of God, which mm-hmm. is for the benefit of others. Right. So Jesus... And, and this is another discussion people have. Jesus was fully man and fully God. And they say, well, did he operate as one or the other a little more here or there? Was it all one all the time? Mm-hmm. See, for me in the garden, that is a very fully man moment. Mm-hmm. Because he's saying, I don't want to do this. But then other people say, yeah, but he he does, does these miraculous things. Yeah. So who but God could do them? And, and, and that's an interesting discussion. And the reason I think that question matters, too, f- did he operate more as man or more as God? I think it matters because that that trickles down to how do we live our lives. And, and I think when you ask questions like that, you're, you're kind of missing the point. Mm-hmm. Because uh, what what we're where we're headed even next week is we're, we're going to be talking about the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, 
God, Jesus, excuse me. Well, yes. <laughs> I don't have to excuse myself. See all of the Jesus above. walking around on the earth left footprints, but also had the Holy Spirit because Holy Trinity. Yeah, the right. Trinity, you know. Yes. And and even at that, Jesus where does it say it that he, he didn't find equality with God to be something that's in Colossians. Colossians. Yeah. yeah. It's a Pauline writing. Yeah, I'm yeah. Sure. Equality to God yes. for something yeah. to grasp, but 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 he, he humbles himself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. And, and and so Jesus in his fully godness and fully humanness, he's the only one, the only human, and I put quotes on that for the video people, and I probably shouldn't have. Right. Um, he's the only human to walk on the earth up to this point with the full indwelling of the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. Right. Because it's part of the but, Trinity. But see, that's why actually I think the question, did he operate as God or man, matters for us some. Because in Jesus, we have, as we said in Moral Influence, the perfect example. Mm-hmm. But if someone says, well, but he was fully God and he was acting as God, of course he could live in submission to God. And since I'm not God, of course I can't. So, And, and, that, and that kind of becomes uh-huh. an excuse for some people uh-huh. to say, well, you know, we're all just sinners. We're all just humans. But see, the rest of Scripture, I don't think that's the example that mm-hmm. we're called to, to just say, aw shucks. Yeah. Right. Well, okay. So, here's an example. It's going to be really trite and silly. I really, really, really like gummy bears and gummy worms. I love them. I think they're very okay. That, that's okay. But, <laughs> like, that, that is my candy of choice. I know I shouldn't sit and eat a whole bag of gummy worms, even though I really want to. And so this is a part where I'm kind of at odds with myself because I know that I shouldn't. And so I can either say, I'm not going to, or I can say, eh, even though I shouldn't, you know what? I'm going to do it anyway. Mm -hmm. And and I, I think... I don't know. I, I think when we look at it through this moral aspect and we have this God versus human thing, I think it's not unlike the struggles that we deal with, temptations mm-hmm. that we deal with. Mm-hmm. Jesus was tempted. Mm-hmm. But he resisted and, every time. But, but he resisted every time. By using the word of God. By using the word of God. Yes. Mm-hmm. Good point. And uh, then he didn't do any miracles in his ministry until the Holy Spirit descended upon him at mm-hmm. his baptism. Yeah. So I, I think he relied on the Holy Spirit, and and I think that's the argument Paul makes later on in Romans mm-hmm. when he when he talks about again the good I want to do mm-hmm. I can't do etc. Yeah, but the answer is not through us doing good enough because if we could we wouldn't need Christ we wouldn't yes. need the cross. The answer is a full reliance on God and the Holy Spirit. Yeah. So that that segues into the next thing of why Jesus died. It's Jesus is Jewish. And Christianity doesn't stand alone. It is the fulfillment Mm -hmm. of the Jewish faith. Like Mm -hmm. the Jewish faith was setting up to this point. Mm -hmm. So in there you had the temple, and the temple Mm -hmm. had to be just so. Everything about it had to be exact in order for the Spirit of God to dwell there. But then Jesus says, that temple's going to go away. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. later on we get Paul writing and saying, well, where's the new temple? It's Mm -hmm. us. So Jesus making that atonement prepares us to be the new temple. Without the sacrifice of Christ on the cross, we are incapable of having the Holy Spirit in our lives the way we do. Mm -hmm. And for Paul, and even for Jesus, 
that's where we want to be. Because remember, mm-hmm. Jesus was telling his disciples before the cross, guys, I need to get out of here. Because yeah. if I don't get out of here, you're not going to get the next one who's coming. Right. And this is the one you want. This is the one you need. Yeah. Okay. So, so let me bounce off of that real quick. You said that Jesus didn't do any miracles until, until the Holy Spirit. Yeah. And so, by that, do we say that the real power lies in the Holy Spirit? A hundred, I, I would say a hundred percent, because the members of the Trinity, mm-hmm. while we don't practice modalism, modalism heresy. says, yeah, it's a heresy. <laughs> the modalism says, well, each member of the Trinity only does this mm-hmm. or can only do that. Yeah. God, all three persons of the Trinity, can do anything God chooses. Yeah. yeah. However, the members of the Trinity do defer to one another. Mm-hmm. So within the Trinity, we see the foundations of relationship. Mm-hmm. And this is through scripture, you know, Jesus defers to the will of the Father, mm-hmm. but the Father defers judgment to Jesus, the mm-hmm. Son. Mm-hmm. And they both defer the action and the power to the Holy Spirit. Yeah. So, yes, it, 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 it is reliance on the Holy Spirit, which... The, the indwelling of the Holy Spirit, in other words, this, this interchange that happens when we put our faith in Christ, it's a very real and tangible thing. And mm-hmm. it gives us the power yeah. to live a godly life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and all of this, so we talked about these different atonement theories, these different things that Jesus accomplished. All of this is part of it. Yes, we incurred a debt that has mm-hmm. to be paid. Yeah. We've breached a relationship and need to get back, but because of justice... They can't just be let go. Mm. You're yes. to speak the right language here. Right. <laughs> yes, Jesus destroys sin and death and hatred, but 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 it, because of free will, there's going to be some of that there mm-hmm. still. Yes. And there's a parable of the wheat and the tares mm-hmm. Or, mm-hmm. Or, or the wheat and the weeds, depending on your translation, right. that talks about that. Yep. Then, yes, Jesus is the example of how to be fully human. And yes, Jesus prepares us for the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. Which makes it possible for us to live yeah. to live a sinless life and also to do greater works than these. Right. Greater yeah. works than these. And, and John Wesley said the same thing. He said, what's the point of saving you from sin without giving you the power to live free from it afterwards? Yes. Yeah. That's a big challenge. But so, it doesn't, it doesn't stop there. It doesn't mm-hmm. stop with the mm-hmm. cross because if Jesus just stayed in the ground. It wouldn't have mattered. Yeah. Yes. So, so, as Kyle said, we, we just celebrated Easter. Um, I heard an argument made one time, and I believe it very much. The resurrection is the singular foundational event for the Christian faith. Mm-hmm. It is it is the linchpin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Without the resurrection, Christmas doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Right. Because Agreed. he's still dead. Without the resurrection, the miracles are invalid. Right. Without mm-hmm. the resurrection, the prophecies don't matter. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, it is the resurrection that makes everything it validates everything mm-hmm. and it moves us into the new era. Yeah. So I actually, um, people people ask, you know, what separates the Christian faith from all other faiths? And ooh, the short ooh, answer, ooh. the resurrection. The resurrection ain't nobody. It, 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 it. <laughs> Funerals over when the body moves. That's right. That's right. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> that was a pastor of ours from Kentucky. Yeah, thanks, Chris Hallett. We'll give yeah. you a shout out. <laughs> right so the, the resurrection is what separates. Christianity from everything else. Mm-hmm. And, and there are actually some, some logical ways that we can look and say, yes, the resurrection happened. Um, I, I heard this presentation as well. 
Because people say, well, you know, that you, you just believe in a story about a magical carpenter who came back to life. Well, yes, I do, but there's evidence. See, you so, sure? So Jesus mm-hmm. gave evidence as to why he was the Messiah. He didn't say, just accept it on faith. Yes. Yeah. He said, I'm doing this so you'll so you'll know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So think about these few things about the resurrection. One, who were the actual first witnesses to the resurrection? Women. women. In that day, were, was women's testimony valid in, in any legal sense? Not no. trusted. Okay. But how did they take it? They took it as gospel truth. Uh, I, see I, I see what you did there. <laughs> okay, so so they believed the testimony of these women. And then when they went to the Roman officials and when they went to the leaders of the Sanhedrin, they said, okay, they didn't say, huh, whatever. Mm-hmm. If you read in the gospel accounts, they say, all right, look, those guards that fell asleep, we need to pay them off. And they need to go and tell their superiors. They need to make up a story. Yeah. So right there, you have female testimony, which wasn't valid, being completely validated. Okay, mm-hmm. logical point number two. What were the disciples of Jesus doing before the resurrection? They were After hiding. The they were hiding. Mm-hmm. The, the Jesus of Nazareth movement had come to a screeching halt. Mm-hmm. Remember, there's thousands of people following. And, and all this is documented, by the way. Yeah. Like, this is documented in secular history. Mm-hmm. There were thousands of people following this Jesus of Nazareth. His crucifixion is a documented thing. So these disciples are all in hiding. So let me ask you a question. What happens to a major religious movement when its leader is assassinated? And I'm, I'm not saying a civil or political movement, mm-hmm. a religious movement. If, if, if not dying, it at least diminishes, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it becomes a niche thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So Jesus is basically assassinated. And he's in the ground for three days. But he doesn't remain a martyr. See, the, the disciples are all hiding because they know they're about to get executed because he was he was tried for claiming he was the king of Jews. He was he was denying the divinity of the emperor. This is a big thing. Yeah. So these people could have just faded into obscurity, but they didn't. They hid, and then when he resurrected, they're bold enough to stand up in front of thousands of people mm-hmm. at the day of Pentecost mm-hmm. right. under Roman rule. And proclaim mm-hmm. that Jesus of Nazareth has risen. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. don't have this change of heart. Either if if they were just foolish martyrs for a cause, they would have kept going after his death. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But this radical shift, this radical change from scattered and hiding. Yeah. And then not only do they step out, the Christian faith, as they called it in that day, followers of the way, mm-hmm. yeah. it wasn't called Christian faith until later because they, they called them little Christs, which is what Christian literally means, mm-hmm. so it was meant to be an insult. <laughs> this movement explodes. So there has to be a catalyst for it. Yeah, I mean, there, there, there has to be a reason why these men and women go out and preach boldly and are willing to die, etc. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Usually, a large number of people aren't going to be willing to put their life on the line for a story they made up. Right. I mean, that's just the 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 brass tacks about it. Mm-hmm. I, I, I agree. <laughs> and and if you're if you're interested in the other um, logical proofs for the resurrection, there's there's numerous ones. All you gotta do is Google it mm-hmm. and, and just read through them. Mm-hmm. But the, the resurrection also. 
it really matters to us that Jesus was, and this is getting back to that doctrine. Mm-hmm. It really matters to us that Jesus was fully human. Yeah. Because if Jesus resurrects, not as a full human, mm-hmm. only in spiritual form or only as God, then we actually have no hope. Right. right. When After the resurrection, Jesus still left footprints. Yes. yes. He left footprints before, contrary to what the Gnostics believe. Right. <laughs> and he left footprints after. No, Gnostic was, a, was a, basically a Greek heresy, gnosis meaning knowledge. They had to have this secret knowledge, and the secret knowledge was that the spirit and the flesh are different. It was, mm-hmm. this, it was this duality, yeah. mm-hmm. and, and one was corrupt and one was good, so Jesus was some kind of a ghost man or yeah. you know, it's a bu- bunch of weird stuff out there. Yeah. <laughs> Go search through your, your Christian history and you'll find all kind of weird yep. heresies out there. Yep. But see, uh, Jesus resurrecting, and I tell people this all the time, when, when I speak to a family that's in grief over losing a loved one, mm-hmm. yes, we acknowledge our grief and we acknowledge the loss of the relationship at this point. But because of the resurrection, the relationship mm-hmm. is not over. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because the resurrection, even death itself, doesn't have the final word. Right. And that that's good news because whatever we can face mm-hmm. in this life, it is only temporary. And, right. it, and it does not hold. And that's Paul. Paul asked that rhetorical question, you know, oh, death, where is your sting? Mm-hmm. Hell, where is your victory? Mm-hmm. And honestly... Just being real frank, if the message that Jesus is alive doesn't do something in us, if it doesn't, if it doesn't uh, bring up some emotion, mm-hmm. not that it has to look one way or another, but if it doesn't do anything, do we really believe it? Yeah. Well, and, question. and the way I look at it all is, for me, the cross is what gives me hope. The resurrection is what assures... It, it validates that hope. It, 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 it assures my victory. Mm-hmm. Yes, which is, mm-hmm. which is why when, like when I officiate a memorial or funeral, yes, we talk about our loss and our love for the person who has gone on, mm-hmm. but we talk as much as we do that about the resurrection mm-hmm. because that is our hope because that's, yeah. Yeah. that's the stamp, that's the mm-hmm. seal that says... This is for real. Mm-hmm. And then in our readings, we have the ascension, which, again, that just assures us that there is yeah. a place with us with the Father. Jesus yeah. told him in John's gospel, look, I've gone to get a place ready, so yeah. don't worry about it. You, you, mm-hmm. You're not only welcome, you're wanted there. There's a place for you. Right. And and we we understand that Jesus' resurrected body is the body that he still inhabits today, mm-hmm. you know, even even now. So, that's even our eternal hope, is that we will have these restored, resurrected bodies. I hope God changes my body. I don't want this one. <laughs> I mean, I want to I, I, I look like Dolph Lundgren from Rocky IV. Sure. Uh-huh. <laughs> that dude was cut. Yeah. <laughs> Very physically fit, that's for sure. Oh so, 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 and we can we can say in this week's episode, we'll see how the resurrection and Dolph Lundgren from Rocky Four fit together. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, sure, sure. 
<laughs> Excuse me. All right, Marie, do you have anything else to... I mean, those are the... You can dig into the nuances mm-hmm. all day long, but it, it boils mm-hmm. down to why did it have to happen? Yeah. And what we gain out of it, which, well, well, as with most things, you can you point back to the holiness of God, a God who loves us. Yeah. And wanted nothing more than to be in relationship with us. And everything he set up from the from the moment the fall happened was designed to bring us back. Mm-hmm. He had relationship with us. Mm-hmm. We messed it up. Mm-hmm. And everything since then was a step on the journey to bring yeah. us back to him, to look to that moment where his kingdom breaks back mm-hmm. in on this mm-hmm. yeah. fallen world. And the cross proves, it, it, see, if anyone says, well, does God love me? Well, is God there? The cross and the resurrection prove yeah. that. Yeah. God, God's been working, like you said, he's been working towards mm-hmm. this the whole time. This is the plan. And, you know, I just, I'm, I'm a big, like, twist and got him kind of guy and and i like it in movies when the bad guy gets what they deserve yeah so you know whether or not this is the biblical i'm gonna say it's not the biblical narrative it's not explicit in scripture but he, mm-hmm. I, I like to think of like you know satan and darkness when jesus died i bet they thought they had him man mm-hmm. but god says oh by the way what a twist <laughs> yeah <laughs> it, it by their plan yeah god unravels mm-hmm. the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that that's the a great parallel to that is in the Chronicles of Narnia, Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe, mm-hmm. which the books are way better than the movies. Oh gosh, read the books, read the so books, the, read the books, the, read the books. You know, read the books. The witch gets the gets gets the traitor. Uh-huh. Uh, Peter, right? Yeah. Um, no. wait, it was it was it, it was Edward. Ed- Edward. Edmund. Edmund. Sorry, yeah. Edmund. It was it was the younger, boy. The, the younger yeah. boy. So Edmund and and she tells Aslan, you know, well, the deep magic says this, and he's like, you know, don't don't, don't quote, quote the, the deep, deep magic, magic to me, which I was there when it was written. <laughs> so then he dies on the cracks the table, and uh-huh. that's I I I love that. So mm-hmm. darkness darkness thinks it wins yeah. here, and Jesus just says, nope, nope. uses their own weapon and, against them. I love so, it. So it's good stuff. We understand God as love. Like that is one of the singularly yes. most accurate mm-hmm. attributes that we can ascribe to God. And in that perfectness of God's holy love for us and all of his creation, to me there are these three things that have to exist. And that is justice, mm-hmm. mercy, mm-hmm. and grace. Mm-hmm. And we see Every single piece of that played out on the cross. And if you want to appreciate that even more, your extra credit reading for this week is to just take a spin through some of the sacrificial systems that are in Mm -hmm. Leviticus. Mm -hmm. Because when you begin to put together what those things were pointing to, Mm -hmm. Then I remember the moment that I was sitting there reading through Leviticus one time, and I and I flipped forward to this passage of scripture, the cross of Christ, and mm-hmm. I thought, "Wow, mm. that's powerful," because what Jesus did on the cross, mm-hmm. and then what he conquered by uh, through his resurrection, mm-hmm. is just yeah. 
if that don't get you in the feels, man, <laughs> make sure go go. Make sure you're in church on Sunday. Make sure you're in church <laughs> on right. Sunday. That's Check right. your pulse. Make sure you're breathing. Uh huh. You know, because that's that's powerful stuff. And and the cross when people have misconceptions about God. Mm. To me, the cross is not a symbol of a masochistic God. Mm-mm. The cross is the ultimate symbol of a loving God. Yes. A God who did everything necessary to redeem mm-hmm. us mm-hmm. just out of love. Like you said it, mm-hmm. God is love mm-hmm. and this is the expression of that love. And then the resurrection and the ascension are the stamps that yeah, it's it's immutable. Mm-hmm. God loves us. God loves us, and we love you too. <laughs> yes, we do. <laughs> I'm sure there are some questions floating around uh, in in y'all's minds out there, and if you have questions for us, definitely we want to to hear from you. So send us your questions to askgoingdeeper at gmail.com because we've got another Q&A session in, it looks like on my schedule, three weeks from now. So you've got a few weeks to, to get mm-hmm. your questions to us, you know, kind of get them rolling around. Give us some time. Please give us some time <laughs> to, to ponder them so that we can have a very another very good episode mm-hmm. of a Q&A session. So if you're new to the podcast today, go ahead and subscribe to us. Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts, Amazon Podcasts, all those places, wherever you get your podcast material, do subscribe. Also, if you like watching us on YouTube, Marie makes some really good faces, so you get to <laughs> you get to see our reactions. Sometimes they're eye rolls, sometimes they're giggles uh but i I promise (laughs) i have uh, no poker face that's right Uh, i promise (laughs) you you won't be disappointed you might be disappointed if you choose to watch (laughs) us on youtube (laughs) Uh, i'm I'm promising big here guys Uh, but yeah send us your questions to askgoingdeeper at gmail.com subscribe leave us a review five-star review on Apple Podcasts, please. Five-star material here? Absolutely. Absolutely. Five-star material here. Give us a review. There was a face. That way more people will find us. If you are looking for us on any of the social media platforms, Trinity Rustin is what you need to search for. Also find us on trinityrustin.org, our main website. You can find more about who we are as a church. Can I do a shameless plug? You please do a shameless plug. If you are interested in seeing the places where Jesus walked, died, and was resurrected. Mm-hmm. We are taking a trip to the Holy Land, yes, March twenty twenty two. Ooh, I've got pictures too. <laughs> I've never been, so I'm I'm really hoping to get to go on that one. It's incredible. Yeah. I I I don't read this book the same way. Yeah, I can't wait to go back. Standing in the Garden of Gethsemane, looking down <sighs> from the Mount of Olives, yeah, and kind of seeing. Yeah, that that will put it into perspective Absolutely. too. Absolutely, you can so, make payments. Mm-hmm. Shoot we're going to put ask a link questions. in the yes. description, and we're going to make sure that you have all the information you need yes. about going to Israel with us. Whether you're in Ruston, whether you're connected to Trinity, or you're somewhere else, you still can join us on this trip. You can fly into Israel from anywhere. I promise. 
it's it's possible and we'd love to have you join us as we go through the holy land yes so thanks for the shameless plug marie absolutely because i I know there's at least two people in my family me and my wife that are definitely going (laughs) again well i'm going again so but with that thanks for listening and we will see y'all next week